Welcome to Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. My name is Phil Strum, so glad you joined me today. My guest today is one of the most recognizable wrestlers in the history of Impact Wrestling, Eric Young. Eric recently returned to Impact after a brief stint signed back with WWE. Some published reports noted moral and creative differences with his departure there. Uh, he's not going to talk much specifically about his departure for, from WWE for a number of reasons, but we've got him here today. He's got a long career we can look at and learn from, as well as a number of other projects that he's working on. So here we go with my interview with Eric Young. So happy to be joined today by a well-respected veteran and one of the greatest performers in Impact Wrestling history, the one and only Eric Young. Eric, thanks so much for joining me today on Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. Yeah, I appreciate you having me, man. This is a, a cool setup and a cool show. I'm, I'm coming to you live right after my uh, my NFL fantasy show I do for FTN Network and Game Plus Network. So that's why those are there too hard to take down and, and line up. So we're not promoting the NFL. We're, we're promoting wrestling today. It's still pretty cool background. So I think we'll better than mine. So that's for sure. So Eric, let's start off with what all the wrestling world's talking about this week. You left what seemed to be a very dark part of your career in your life, a place where few in wrestling go and get out relatively quickly. So tell me, what was it like to leave the grip of death itself and return to impact wrestling at Slammiversary? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say grip of death. I mean, there's a, there's some lots of stories out there. Um, obviously, like I, you know, by law, not allowed to really talk about it. And uh, I will say, I, I signed up for one thing and uh, was given uh, the option to to do something else. And uh, I made the right decision being back with Impact. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Professionally, personally, morally. And uh, more important for me, just um, it, it, it's my home, you know, and, and in my opinion, the best minute for minute pro wrestling show on TV. And uh, I'm happy to be back. And I, I was just going to totally refer to the way that you left Impact the first time with uh, the way that your uh, character had an ending, and, you know, just and give you yeah. the option to talk about the other way. But, you know, what? We're definitely going to address how uh, I left Impact, um, you know, a, a couple months ago for sure. That will be definitely addressed, and uh, some really cool ideas and some really cool stuff floating around. Um, obviously, you know, to, to put a button on that story and, and move on to whatever is next is exciting. You know, it's uh, I, I love how we did it. You know, and, and Impact gives you that that ability to um, tell a different kind of story, and uh, those like jailhouse kind of um, interrogation room vignettes that Eric Tompkins and, and the production crew at Impact Wrestling, uh, David Sahadi, it's a, it's an army of people behind the scenes. And obviously I'm a huge part of it too. I think that those are some of the favorite things I've ever done in my wrestling career and uh, very cinematic and uh, very well shot and very well put together. And um, the story itself was, was top of the line. What makes Impact the right place for you at this point of your career? And I, I think out of the 25 years or so that you've been in wrestling, about 14 of them total have been with Impact. But what, what makes this right for you right now? Yeah, and I said it when I was there before, is it is a, a, a collaborative process. And um, being a creative person and a person that, you know, that's what draws me to wrestling, the creative aspect of it and the storytelling aspect of it. Uh, the physicality and stuff like that is obviously a huge part of it. it. It pro wrestling itself, like took the two loves of my life and smashed them into this kind of perfect cake where it's physicality, athletics and competition. 
surviving and being honed in the same way as the creative kind of artistic um, storytelling, you know, acting, that's all kind of smashed into one thing. And those are like the two loves of my life, sport and cinema. Can you describe what your personal and professional relationship has been like with Scott Demore over the time that you've known him? Yeah, I, I've known Scott for a, a very long time. There's a, a really hilarious story that would take me too long to explain it all. Basically, um, my introduction to Scott was I did some backyard wrestling when I was a young kid. And long story short, we ended up um, managing to, to build a little bit of a ring and get a bit of a following in my little hometown population of about 70 people. We drew around 700 people to a, a show that we did there for charity. And we had local cable access show come out and record it. And they aired it on, on their channel, um, which aired in Chatham and Windsor, Ontario, the Southwestern Ontario area, a small region. And obviously, you know, we didn't make any money for it. It's, it's a, it's a cable access show, but Scott's border city wrestling also aired on that channel. And, uh, he called me and had some very choice words for me. Um, I was 16 years old and in high school and, uh, I explained why I was doing it. I did it because I loved wrestling and I was raising money for my community. And he took a deep breath and relaxed. And we ended up having an amazing conversation about pro wrestling for about an hour. Probably around 11 o'clock at night, way past my bedtime. Uh, I had to go to school in the morning. So uh, that's how it started. And we've been friends and and business partners and, and close for years and years. I had about 50 people at my wedding and Scott was one of them. If that's uh, that tells you about where he is in, in my life, very close and very good friend and a person that I trust explicitly. Very good. Um, obviously there's so much wrestling out there right now. How do you think impact wrestling kind of differentiates itself from all of the uh, competition and all the other companies? Yeah, I, I I've said this before and, and it's, it's the truth and it always comes off as bias. And I would have said this when I was working somewhere else, um, if I was watching all the shows, which I'm, I am not. Um, but I would say impact is, um, minute for minute, the best professional wrestling show on television. It's a professional wrestling show written for professional wrestling fans and written by professional people that have done it before and um i understand you know when, when things grow and, and things get bigger you have to to uh, appease other audiences and other sides of it and i think that's a, a lot of times when fans of the other products complain they're complaining about that you know the people that are most vocal about it are the diehard wrestling fans the truth is is they're watching the shows regardless and, and you know the big you know billion dollar companies aren't catering to them and we are because that's our audience and uh Make no bones about it. This show is written for the pro wrestling fan in mind. And that's why I think it's minute for minute, the best pro wrestling show. I mean, production wise and all that other stuff, it doesn't have all the bells and whistles. They, they, they can't compete in that way. But for storytelling, physicality, all the things that make pro wrestling great characters and stuff like that, you know, pro, impact wrestling it is just as good or better than any company out there. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out more often myself. I'm, I will admit that I'm a longtime TNA and Impact fan, but sort of a lapsed fan that comes in and out a little bit sometimes. So I did get the chance to watch a little bit of Slammiversary and your match, and I, I'm really uh, liking what the presentation looks like there. And I'm uh, I'm interested to see kind of where where it all ends up. Uh, 
you seem to be an incredibly creative guy, one who knows how to successfully do comedy within wrestling, also knows how to do some dark characters and also still delivers in the ring at a very high level. What is your creative process in pro wrestling like? How do you get into what you're doing? And are you someone that comes up with a lot of ideas and directions for yourself and others? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, like I'm, I'm not writing the material per se, but uh, like I said, Impact Wrestling, it is a very collaborative effort and it's not super collaborative for everybody. Like that is something you have to earn, you know, that comes in time. And um, like you said, kind of wearing a lot of different hats over my career. I've seen the card from, from every angle. You know, I've been the opening match. I've been uh, the comedy guy. I've been... Um, you know, uh, the, the world champion, I've been the television champion. I've been the tag champion. I was wrestling women before it was cool. You know, it's uh, I've seen the, the, the card from every angle. And that gives me a very unique perspective. I feel and a very unique creative process to, I've always kind of taken it in whatever it is that they want me to do. I'm going to do the best with that, that I can possibly do. And, And sometimes that's, five minutes sometimes that's 35 minutes sometimes the goal is to make people laugh sometimes it's to make people intrigued sometimes it's to to like you said the bell rings and i and i have to perform it i think like maybe i'm not the best at any one of those things but i've done every single one at a very high level and i would put my versatility about uh against anybody very good anyone in this particular run in impact now who where uh, you're looking to step into the ring with any any wrestlers that you're uh, looking at uh, that you'd like to get in there with yeah i mean the list is long obviously uh deaner is a very close friend of mine so figuring out what we're going to do um past slammiversary and in the next coming sets of tvs will be very intriguing and that's kind of top of mind because that's what's what's what i'm thinking about right now but past that like it's it's wild me and moose have wrestled in the same company for several years and we've never touched and uh never crossed paths never even tagged um so that's somebody uh rekindling something with sammy callahan uh, obviously was cut short because of my departure. And uh, I think what little bits that we did together was something that was pretty special. Uh, it felt very um, fresh and real violent and, and all the things that kind of make pro wrestling cool. Um, tons of young guys, Chris Bay, um, the good hands are, are someone that I, I really enjoy watching. Um, Speedball is a guy that I've been around a ton and never really worked with. Um, Man, I mean, how long do you got? It's a long <laughs> list. And, and, and I like uh, variety, right? I like, uh, you know, all all of those people that I've just mentioned approach wrestling completely differently as I can put it, approach it completely differently to them. And I say you hear in, in MMA and, and the UFC that styles make fights. And I think that's the same in pro wrestling. Two guys that do the same things, like you kind of know what you're going to get but two people that are polar opposites that look at wrestling differently and, and put matches and promos together differently can create something very special. So that's a, another cool thing. There's um, kind of the ultimate variety show pro that's what pro wrestling is and impact I think is doing it better than anybody. There's so different flavors and, and ideas and styles on the show that you, you kind of get uh, a little bit of everything at the highest level. And what made uh, what made Team Canada and its various iterations work so well? Um, I think part of it was just chemistry, right? This is, you know, the beginning of my wrestling career on television. And uh, I just happened to be doing it with four or five of my best friends. And uh, I'm still close with all of those guys. 
Um, still talk to Bobby Roode on a weekly basis. Um, still close with PD. Still talk to Johnny sometimes. And obviously very close with Scott. And, and even A1 and, and Ruffy Silverstein and some other guys that came in and out. But I think it was just chemistry. And part of it was like at that point in our careers, all of us were ultra hungry, right? Like that's one mistake or or, or one time where you're given something and you don't knock it out of the park. You'll be replaced. And that's just the cutthroat and sad side of wrestling is, is you need to produce results or, or you'll be replaced. And, and everybody's replaceable. You know, the, uh, they replaced Hulk Hogan. Uh, they replaced Kurt Angle. They replaced The Rock. They replaced all these guys. And pro wrestling just keeps going with or without us. So it's uh, kind of evolving and all that other stuff. But I think what made us um, successful at this time, like we, we signed a thing for four shows. That's Team Canada was supposed to be there for the World X Cup, and that was it. And just kind of through working and delivering results, and we had a crazy amount of heat and, you know, worked really well as a group and, and uh, kind of found a, a position on the roster that they just couldn't they couldn't deny us. And uh, we didn't give them a choice, I think, is kind of what it came down to. Yeah, it's one of my favorite times as a TNA fan to to look back on and uh, just the, the job that you guys did. And then the tag team with you and Bobby Roode, too, was just absolutely outstanding. Um, we're going to move on to something we call the three count now. It's going to be three quick questions and your answers. First question, what can you tell me about the first time you stepped foot in Impact Wrestling in TNA? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, fond memories. Um, I had had, I guess I'll, I'll talk about the Team Canada debut, and uh, I had done a couple of tryout matches and had appeared on a pay-per-view, I think, twice before that. Um, but coming out as part of that unit, like, you just, I think Bobby and Petey and Johnny and even Scott would say, like, we just knew that we were on to something special. And uh, the, the first time we we worked as full time contracted after the world X cup. I remember me and Bobby Roode were, were very close at that time and we're in the back and um, I can't remember who handed us our contracts, but here's your contracts guys. And I can remember uh, I'm a pretty emotional person and kind of almost crying, kind of standing in the dark in the back of the, which was technically a tin shed in the middle of the fairgrounds in Nashville. If you've never been to it, it certainly wasn't a, uh, it's a special place for pro wrestling, but I mean, if we're being truthful, it was a bit of a dump and uh, I didn't even read it. Neither did Bobby. He turned and I signed mine on his back and dated it and he did the same and we went back to work and it kind of didn't really dawn on me that my only goal I set when I first got into wrestling was I would sign a contract to say that this is what I do for a living. I never told people before that I was a pro wrestler because I wasn't, I had a regular job and I wrestled on the weekends. It was a hobby really. And that was the point. Uh, in 2000, I guess it was in 2004, 2005, where I was able to tell people that this is what I do for a living. And I, and I, that's been my primary job for, from then until now, which is a pretty impressive run. Pretty impressive. Yeah, totally. Uh, second question. So uh, we're, we're both big hockey fans and I was kind of, uh, I wanted to see if you had an honest opinion on my favorite team, which is the New York Islanders. Yeah, I have an honest opinion on every team. I, I love hockey. I mean, as you know, these two signs here uh, up until about a week and a half ago were NHL signs. And I also <laughs> do an NHL show on FTN called Dangle Bet Selly with a Canadian buddy of mine called Chris Meany. And uh, if you're into that kind of thing, you can check that out. Yeah. But uh, Islanders are, are in an interesting place. Like, look, uh, they have one of the best goaltenders in the league. I don't think that's uh, 
that's any secret. Um, I think the transition from a Barry Trot system to what they're trying to play now, there's definite growing pains, right? That a lot of the personnel have not played that way and have been Islanders for the majority of their career and are used to playing a very low event kind of yep. slow kind of muck it up and, and fill up the middle of the ice kind of system. And they're going another way now. And uh, at the time, I think they overpaid for him, but somebody was going to right? that yep. he was going to get that money regardless anywhere he went. But I think that's the, the game of hockey is so fast now and it, you know, your top center Iceman has to have real foot speed to compete at that level. And I don't know if Horvat does look at, I mean, he grew up 20 minutes from me. I'm a Bo Horvat fan, but I think they definitely overpaid for him and the scoring's got to come from somewhere. I just not sure where that's going to come from for the Islanders. Yeah. Very good. And you got Barry Trotz there back in uh, Nashville now too. So that's, yeah. uh, that's going to be interesting over there. And then the last question, uh, so if you had to pick any song to represent Eric Young, what would you choose and why? Oh, man. Um, music is an, another massive passion of mine. So I think this this would kind of uh, – this would be a, a very difficult choice. And I think depending on – actually, the answer is going to be different. Like in 20 minutes, if you ask me the same question, it's probably going to be different. But um, maybe uh, – Right now, maybe it's Bob Marley, the redemption show is a, is a good way to put it. Very good. Well, Eric Young, thank you so much for joining me today on Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations, Impact Wrestling, Thursday nights on Access TV, 8 p.m. All the best to you and everything you're doing, all the different uh, things you have going on. So I really enjoyed this. Appreciate it, Phil. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you. Thanks again, everyone, for joining me today on Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. I'd like to thank Eric Young for joining me today. I'd also like to thank Ross Foreman from Impact Wrestling for setting this up. Join me next time where my guest will be the longest reigning NXT North American champion of all time, Wes Lee. Have a great week, everyone.